Welcome to the Essay for FA's Retirement Advisor podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich, and today I'd like to propose a way financial advisors can uniquely add value for pre-retirees. Before I get to that idea, a little background which I will present on the basis of a new research paper from the Pensions Institute at City University London's Cass Business School. Called Nudges and Networks, the paper is written by David Blake, probably the top authority on retirement in the UK. Blake has made multiple contributions to the profession, but is probably best known for his work on speedometer plans, which I will pause to describe because I sense they are not well enough known in the US financial planning community. The speedometer plan actually complements an earlier U.S.-initiated idea, which most listeners likely do know, which is the SMART plan by Nobel Prize-winning economist Richard Thaler and his research partner Shlomo Benarzi. SMART is an acronym for Save More Tomorrow, which was the research framework for what was later adopted by Congress in the Pension Protection Plan of 2006, which initiated default retirement investments. In a nutshell, Thaler and Benarzi understood that people weren't saving for retirement and weren't going to save for retirement. They can't wrap their minds around all the variables needed to make a retirement plan. What will their total career incomes be? Alongside asset returns, interest rates, tax rates, inflation, longevity expectations, healthcare costs, inheritances, and the like. Worse even than their skills deficit, though, is their commitment deficit. They lack the willpower to create and stick to a long-term plan, especially one that is based on a nebulous future called retirement that they just can't picture. To address this, Thaler and Benarzi designed a plan that would remove behavioral barriers to retirement savings, mainly by encouraging, through law, the defaulting of workers into corporate retirement plans via auto-enrollment and payroll deductions, as well as auto-escalation of contributions as workers receive pay increases. Restrictions on withdrawals is the final component of this. The program is not perfect. These workplace plans were the fuel behind the growth of target date funds, of which some observers, like Ron Sears, are quite critical. But the overall nudging approach has led to an enormous increase in savings that otherwise would likely never have occurred. Years later, David Blake and his research partner, Tom Boardman, then of Prudential UK, proposed a parallel behavior-based program for the decumulation stage, called SPEEDOMETER, an acronym for Spending Optimally Throughout Retirement. The idea was to be auto-enrolled by a financial advisor into a withdrawal plan, which would secure the retiree's essential income, followed by insurance and a rainy day fund to cover contingencies, followed by another layer of income to achieve some lifestyle aspirations, if resources allow, followed by a still higher level of income to pay for bequests and higher aspirational goals. Like its American cousin, the plan also makes use of pre-commitment devices, defaults, and other choice architecture features to nudge people into plans that permit them to spend throughout their lifetimes. Annuities are heavily relied upon. With that background, which establishes that people aren't particularly good at retirement planning and that nudges can help, here are two ideas for advisors, the first from David Blake and the second from me. In that same paper, Nudges and Networks, Blake says nudges are better but networks can also help by positive norming the desired behavior. Positive norming is academies for peer group validation. 
when we see that people like us are also saving for retirement, the herd instinct kicks in to our advantage. Blake says the best networks are employer-based, as when everyone siphons some of their paycheck into their savings, gets a company match, and so forth. He cites other types of networks such as family, neighbors, age-based peers, and personality-type peers. Here, though, is my notion of an as-yet-untapped network, which in my opinion could be even more helpful. Rather than seek peer group validation, such as from folks our own age, I believe it would be far more helpful if younger people were paired with older people. Simple as this sounds, that's not common U.S. cultural practice, where film and entertainment media generally cast the older generation as buffoons, not with it, or worse. The result is that retirement planning suffers because of the West's weak intergenerational ties. The reason for this relates to what academics, including Blake, refer to as time inconsistency. The young can shrug off worries about insufficient retirement savings by saying they'll make it up later or just work longer if they need to. With their energy and enthusiasm, they're unlikely to register an older person's warning that they may not feel like adding years of work when they get to a later age, even if it's grandpa or grandma raising the point. That again comes down to America's generation gap culture. Yet financial advisors, for those who have them, are uniquely capable of bridging this gap by introducing younger clients to older ones. Financial advisory clients are already attuned to the necessity to prepare for retirement, and I think advisors and the different age-based client cohorts would all benefit through these acquaintances. I recall once hearing, long ago, of a community where they built old-age homes and orphanages next to each other. What a beautiful idea. We can all benefit from one another. And in the knowledge gap around retirement, where older folks wish they had done more to prepare at younger ages, advisors can strengthen relationships and retirements all around. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors. This is Gil Weinrich for Seeking Alpha.